In this spiritual war for the future of our nation, the crucial battle is over school children. School children are pawns in this epic war for the soul of America. This is Issues in Education. I'm Bob Boyd. And I'm Jerry Boyd. How has America, once the light to the nations, now become the main corrupting force in the world? How has it happened? The winner of our future is determined by what is taught to the children in our schools. Our guest is Alex Newman, educator. Educator and journalist, and author of a series of articles in the New American Magazine entitled Rescuing Our Children. The idea that this is a conspiracy to dumb down our nation by dumbing down the education of youth by a group of socialist educators is mind boggling to think about this. Yep, that's exactly right. When Dewey set this all in motion, we still didn't have the historical evidence as to what the fruits of this are. Now, 100 years later, we know that communism and socialism have been the worst mass-murdering ideologies in all of human history. Something like 200 million people in the last century alone killed by communists and socialists. So Dewey didn't have that when he was doing this. But now we have the historical evidence to show what absolute lunacy this is, and yet they're continuing to push it. This is just amazing to me, because when you think about the founders of education in this country, Horace Mann and Robert Owens, he really believed all human suffering and ills are associated with religious beliefs. And so that that's one of the reasons they want to get the Bible and God and morality out of the schools. Absolutely. And you mentioned Horace Mann. He was the first ever Secretary of Education just for the state of Massachusetts. We obviously didn't have a Federal Department of Education back then. But he went to Prussia and he studied this mandatory school system where students would be indoctrinated into absolute obedience to the state. And he thought, hey, that would be great for the United States. He came back here and he set that up in Massachusetts and went around the country promoting that to implement this dumbing down plan. Okay, this is sad too. Five to seven billion dollars per year is spent on tutoring by parents. Five to seven billion because the children don't know how to read. That's right. The point of sending their children to school, the point of having government schools is so that the kids will learn how to read and how to do basic math and how to write. And yet they're not doing that. They're teaching children how to read with a method that has been known to be absolute quackery and absolute failure since it was developed in the 1840s. This is being used in government schools across the country. The whole word method that Dewey and his co-conspirators promoted, where you basically look at the whole word as if it were a Chinese symbol. So it's not a secret that this quack reading methodology that they're using in the government schools doesn't work. What is a secret is that this was all part of a deliberate plan to dumb down the children, and people who dig can find the information. Yeah, this idea of teaching the whole language method of reading teaches kids to memorize words so they may not even know that letters stand for sounds. You really need to sound out the words to get the phonetic reflex to acquire a method of reading. Once a person does acquire that phonetic reading, then reading does become easy and enjoyable, discover a whole world that was unavailable to them when they didn't learn to read. This was a huge advancement over the pictographic systems that existed before, because now we could take basically any sound with the written word. But they're teaching kids to memorize entire words as if they were a symbol. This is total lunacy. It has nothing to do with our phonetic alphabet. This produces lifelong reading disabilities to start trying to read by recognizing whole words on a page rather than deciphering what the letters mean. Very hard to undo that damage after it's been done. Now, they can't even acquire information independently. They have to rely on the mass media to get their information, whereas if they could read properly, they could acquire any information they wanted. Vladimir Lenin said, give me four years to teach the children, and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. Hitler 
said, let me control the textbooks and I'll control the state. So we see a real war raging over the children. Why the children? Because that's the battlefield. That's the future of America. And if you're not interested in education, you're not interested in the future of America. Precisely. And that's why what you guys are doing is so important. The education is the issue that transcends all the other issues. Gun rights and abortion limit the size and scope of government. Pick your issue. They're all worthwhile pursuits. But all of these efforts are going to be in vain if we continue to allow the overwhelming majority of our children to be indoctrinated into these anti-freedom, anti-American, anti-Christian ideologies that now reign supreme in our government school system. So as much as I agree with all those issues, and I agree that we need to work on all those issues, we need to fight to preserve our rights, we need to protect our borders, you know, all these things, I agree with all those things, but it's all going to be a moot point if they succeed in brainwashing 87% of the upcoming generation. Right now, they're on track to do that. Well, that's an excellent point. They're trying to transform America, and I don't believe that parents actually realize this. And I mean, even it seems so innocuous or in innocent, this climate change and global warming, but it isn't. It's taken over. Look at this Green New Deal to fight climate change. It's here. That's right. These people are now telling you, they're broadcasting, they're shouting from the rooftops, they consider your children to be critical agents of change, that they are going to use the government school system to change the values, the attitudes, the behavior of your children. They are telling you this in their own documents, children as critical agents of change who are going to be involved in the New World Order. It's not hard to find out about the U.N. founders. Joseph Stalin, one of the most brutal mass murderers in human history, massacred tens of millions of innocent people, trying to exterminate the Ukrainian people with an actual genocide there by starvation, one of the cruelest ways to exterminate people. So why we would want to sacrifice the vision of our founders for this new world order based on the vision of the U.N. founders, I think ought to be explained to the American people. And the fact that they're using the government school system to prepare our children for this transition can explain to us why we ought to give up our country and our freedoms and our constitution and our declaration of independence in favor of this little new world order that they're so fond of. They should just articulate to us clearly why they think we need to do this and then let the American people decide if that's what we want happening in our government school. Just 13% of adults rank as proficient in literacy, just 13%. And in Washington, D.C., a stunning two-thirds of residents over the age of 15 are classified as functionally illiterate. And I'm sure This is this ongoing whole language that's been taught when they removed phonics out of the public school system. That's exactly what's happening. This is the government's own data. People in Washington, D.C., where the government's data shows more than two-thirds of the adult population is functionally illiterate. Most of these people have high school diplomas. So you have millions of people in this country walking around who have a high school diploma that they literally cannot read, directly caused by the removal of systematic intensive phonics. We've been teaching reading for thousands of years. It's not that complicated. I've taught all of my children when they're four or five years old how to read. It's a very simple process. It takes a few months in a reasonably intelligent child. And yet here you have this government school system that spends between ten and $20,000 a year for 12, 13, 14 years, sometimes 16, 17, 18 if you add in the college, and yet these kids can't read? Anybody who believes this is just some accident has really got to do some soul searching and ask themselves, how could it possibly be 
that we just forgot how to teach children to read, something we've been doing for thousands of years, something that Americans 200, 300 years ago did far more successfully than we do today at a fraction of the cost. And you realize this is all part of a deliberate agenda. Public schools are mass-producing illiterates and charging taxpayers more than $1 trillion a year for educational malpractice. That's exactly right. We've known for more than 150 years that this does not work. John Dewey took over the teaching colleges, started putting out these readers based on this quackery, getting this implemented across the country. But if you can't read, you can't educate yourself. Right? I mean, that's the key. If you can read, you have access to the accumulated knowledge and wisdom of mankind stretching back thousands of years. You can access any information you want, historical, scientific. You can read your Bible. You can read your Constitution. You can read primary source documents. You can access the great literature that human civilization has produced. When you can't read, you become completely dependent on your government school teachers and the television. And this has been, of course, a disaster for the level of understanding of the American people. It has prevented millions, tens of millions, maybe more, of Americans who otherwise might have gone out and educated themselves, despite their poor government education. They are now incapable of doing so because they can't read. So the enormity of this crime against the American people is really hard to overstate. Well, look at our early founders that came here in the 1700s, 1800s. The reason they wanted to teach the children to read was so that they could read the Bible. Yet Horace Mann comes along and Dewey, and they're out right anti-Christian. They don't want the Bible in schools at all. They want to totally get rid of God. And look what has happened today in our public schools. But it was purposeful. That's exactly right. And the whole reason that we started educating everybody and providing every child with an education, this comes out of the Christian tradition. During the Reformation, we got this idea that everybody needs to know the Bible. Everybody needs to be able to read the Bible. And so the very first education law ever passed in North America was actually passed by these very very devout Christians in the Massachusetts Bay Colony long before the United States of America was a thing. It was pretty simple. It was the old deluder Satan Act, and it just said, hey, we need to make sure everybody in this colony can read, because if they can't read, they won't know the scriptures, and if they don't know the scriptures, then it's easy for Satan to deceive them. Throughout the history of Western civilization, it has always been understood that the purpose of education was to know God and to glorify God. And The Bible actually has a lot to say about education. The Bible is just filled with references to parents teaching their children about God and about God's law and about God's nature. The church fathers were very clear that parents had a responsibility to educate their children to know these things. And Martin Luther made very clear, don't send your kids to any place where education is taking place unless the Bible is at the core of it. Education that doesn't have God at the center of it is false and full of error. So this has always been part of the Western tradition, and yet if you ask your average American today who went to a government school, separation of church and state, we can't possibly have anything about God in school. Even things like the self-evident truth that our founders referred to when they said that we're all created equal, that we're all endowed by our Creator with inalienable rights, even this self-evident truth is now expelled from schools because it mentions a Creator, and the, the government treats this as a religious statement. So we've gone so far from the original purpose of education that what we have today would be 
unrecognizable to people a few hundred years ago. It's just amazing how a student can go to school for 12 years and not be able to even read. And if he can't read, he can't learn. But many individuals have taken responsibility for their own children's education, and they've taught them how to read outside of the system. Homeschooling is really the best option available for parents who don't want their children to be dumbed down and mentally harmed and spiritually harmed in these government schools. The explosive growth of the homeschool movement, you have something like 6 million kids in the United States right now being homeschooled. Powerful force to be reckoned with. These are going to be well-educated children. We know that they blow their government school peers away on the government's own test. They win every national spelling bee. So that's why the education establishment is up in arms about homeschooling. They want to regulate it out of existence, and in some places they're even banning it. A lot of parents can't afford to do this. There are so many families that aren't two-parent families now. Should the church have more involvement? Absolutely. The churches need to help out their parishioners in getting a proper education. I mean, pastors need to be speaking out about this. Churches should be setting up schools. They can offer assistance to people who might not be able to pay. The Internet is also kind of revolutionizing the way things are done. I teach at an online K-12 through school, which is accredited as a private school. We take no government money. So there are a lot of options out there for people, but I think we're going to see a lot more parents taking a closer look at the government schools and saying, hey, wait a minute here, and doing anything they can to either homeschool or get them in a private school or a Christian school or something because they can't conceal any longer the failure that these government schools have become. What made this country more prosperous, more free than any nation in world history? It was individualism. It's capitalism. And that's the opposite of this collective spirit and socialism. Look at communism has done to Cuba. Cuba once had the third highest standard of living in the Western Hemisphere. But after 50 years, it's an economic basket case, reducing everyone to poverty. What worked was what we had, and why are we leaving it? Because we're being manipulated, taken down the road to poverty. That's how I see it. Perfect way to describe it. We moved away from the educational model that was so successful. The founding of our country, and even before that, education was largely a family affair. The churches helped out some. Maybe a reverend would come by and help tutor a little bit. But we moved away from this model of classical education, where you first focus on reading and logic and then rhetoric and these kinds of things. Now we just focus on attitude adjustment and value changes and brainwash the children to be against their parents and to be in favor of big government. And they know what happens when you get to the end road. Cuba, we can look at. The average income there is $10 a month, and the globalists seem to think that that's just wonderful. That is what they want to move the entire world toward. And now it's wrapped up in pseudo-environmentalism. We call them watermelons. They're green on the outside, and they're red on the inside. That's so clever. Green on the outside for environmentalism, and red on the inside. Red as in communist. Oh, I just got it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we need to rescue our children because there is an agenda for our future, and it's what schools are teaching our children. It's to do to America what's been done throughout history to make America a socialist, communist nation as Dewey envisioned, and it's coming to pass. Dumbing down our populace to believe the liberal socialists in the media and vote for tyranny, just as Germany did prior to World War II. It's happening here. Parents think that public schools are free. They're not. They cost a trillion dollars a year. But they think they're just about reading, writing, and arithmetic, when in actuality it's about changing the beliefs of their students. You now have schools taking children to go have sex change operations, bringing in men dressed as women with demon costumes, demon horns coming out of their head, reading LGBT stories to kindergarten children or first grade children. Back in the 90s, government schools started showing this film, 
it's elementary, how to talk to children about gay issues. Listen to this cut from the teacher training video called It's Elementary. Some people think that it's wrong for gays to get married, that it's not natural. Should gays be allowed to marry? Should get married. What happens when one school has a pro-homosexual assembly? And we saw what happened, right? Less than 20 years later, our White House was lit up in rainbow colors, mockery of God's symbol that he gave to Noah after the flood to celebrate the Supreme Court ruling to a homosexual marriage. Here's another cut of that teacher training video called It's Elementary. By the way, the full video is on our website. You're going to be writing down whatever comes to your mind when you hear the word gay or when you hear the word lesbian. So nothing's right or wrong There's in no this right, either? That's right. There's All no right. right or wrong answer. Christians believe that if you're gay or lesbian, that you'll go to hell, so they want to torture them yep. and stuff like that. Hey, hey! Ho, ho. Homophobia has got to go. Homophobia means being scared of gay or lesbian people. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Homophobia has got to go. But I'm a gay man. And that gives me so much more energy to be a better teacher. The kids in the school are going to go out and you're going to make this world a better and a safer place, not just for gay and lesbian people, but for all of us. This is how far we've fallen in just this short period of time as a result of these indoctrination systems that were implemented in the government schools. If they did this in 20 years on the homosexuality issue, now look what they're doing in the schools. They're brainwashing Americans who are not paying attention to this are going to wake up one day and find out that they've lost their children and they've lost their country and say, whoa, how did that happen? Well, this is how it's happening. Breaking down children's moral values and breaking down the teachings that their parents try to instill in them and that the church tries to instill in them right and wrong. Think about what they're doing here. Break down the idea of men and women. There's no longer just two genders. Now there's infinite genders. Telling a child that you might have been born in the wrong body and if you go to a surgeon, suddenly you can become who you really are. I mean, this stuff is absolutely dangerous nonsense and quackery. It attacks fundamental truths. God created the male and female. It attacks God's word and what he said. It attacks truth. It attacks civilization. It undermines the nuclear family, which is now being targeted like never before for destruction and elimination. The implications of all this go so far beyond just confusing the poor little children. You need to think about what the additional implications are, because this is so dangerous. And I think a lot of parents, even many who are horrified, are not seeing the big picture of what's happening here. It used to be corrupting the morals of children was a crime. Now, in Fairfax, Virginia, schools teach children that biological gender is meaningless to embrace transgenderism. In New York, schools gave out handouts to children on sex change surgery. In Wisconsin, the Nina School Board approved a sex education curriculum teaching kindergartners about homosexuality. They're really confusing the children and guaranteeing children a lifetime of unhappiness. That's exactly right. At a middle school in Colorado, they brought in a drag queen called Jessica Lahore, stage name of this drag queen, a man who dresses up as a woman as part of a career day to little children, 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old children. This has just gotten so outrageous. You almost can't believe that it really is happening, but unfortunately, that's the reality today. Transgender propaganda is being incorporated into every part of the school curriculum K through 12, so it isn't just like the drag queens coming in. It used to be a crime to expose children to these sort of obscenities, these corrupting influences. Today, not only is it not a crime, it's being mandated in many of these schools. We're already seeing the fruit of this. We're seeing our society collapse. We're seeing abortions and venereal diseases and drug abuse and school shootings and violence and gangs. Literally the implosion, the collapse of our society. And this is a direct result of 
what has been happening in the government schools. I can remember when libraries would filter out pornography. Now libraries censor out the Bible. Isn't that ironic? At Rocky Top Middle School in Colorado, school officials brought in this drag queen. But get this, under the guise of career literacy, career literacy, to give children the diverse backgrounds in the community. Parents are unaware of what's happening in their local schools. It's not happening in our schools. Well, guess what? The schools have become federalized, and it's going to be happening in all the schools. That's right. They want nine-year-olds and ten-year-olds to be able to explain why abortion, the murder of unborn babies, ought to be safe and legal and paid for by taxpayers. Well, and you can see the results because the U.S. Centers for Disease Control found the number of children identifying as LGBTQ. 15% of teens said they were LGBT. And then you have this picture of these high school students in California where it says over one in four California children aged 12 to 17 are now gender non-conforming, which the school promotes. That's right. I believe wholeheartedly that we just needed to take back the schools, change what was happening. But that is not going to work, and it never was a realistic possibility. What's going on here is the government schools are doing exactly what they were intended to do. When Horace Mann, when John Dewey set out to create compulsory government education systems, their thinking was to turn America away from being a Christian, self-governing, constitutional republic with God-given rights and into some of the tyrannies that existed in Europe. John Dewey was inspired by the Soviets. He went over to Lenin's Soviet Union and thought, wow, this is great, using education to instill collectivist beliefs in the children. Horace Mann wanted to get the Bible out of education. And the people who are behind the scenes today, the educationists, establishment. This is exactly what they wanted. This is exactly why they built this system. So the system is working exactly as intended. Right? You, you can't fix something that's not broken, right? We've all grown up with this notion that government's responsible for educating the kids. But where did we get that idea that government ought to educate the kids? God did not ordain government to educate children. He gave children parents to educate them. The idea of reforming the public schools is like reforming a brothel or reforming a mafia family. John Dewey, socialist, atheist, visited Russia and praised the mass-murdering regime for their collectivist mentality. Dewey's zeal for communism envisioned a communist America without private property. Horace Mann, John Dewey were actually pretty open about what they wanted to do. John Dewey's writings that he wanted to use the government education system to completely restructure everything we know and love. The guy was one of the signers and one of the drafters of the first Humanist Manifesto. So he was openly anti-Christian. If you go and read the Humanist Manifesto, they wanted the true religion out of the school system, and they wanted to put their false religion into the school system. And they actually made their views very, very clear. I mean, anybody can go read the first Humanist Manifesto, the very first plank of it. We religious humanists regard the universe as self-existing and not created. You open up God's Word, you compare that to the first sentence, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and you realize, whoa, these two religions are completely incompatible with each other. It used to be the purpose of education was to teach children the truths of the true religion. But under John Dewey's vision, the purpose of education was to train up children in his false religion that rejects God. We have a guy who was openly a socialist, who was openly anti-Christian, who openly 
took over our education system, and we wonder why 80% of the Christian kids are leaving their churches when they get done with 12 years of government brainwashing. A majority of our young people are socialists. Yep. Well, now we know. John Dewey envisioned a communist America without private property. He says without a creator, there can be no God-given rights, and without God-given rights, then you're going to have not the individual, but the masses. And isn't that part of it? They want the dumbing down of the masses so they'll go along and won't think and maybe go along with tyranny. Exactly. If you want to, as Dewey and others, build this utopia on Earth, you cannot have well-educated, highly literate, highly intelligent, biblically knowledgeable people. You have to create the kind of people that the government schools are creating today. Dumbed down, illiterate, or so close to illiterate that they'll never bother reading. It's the only way they'll be able to bring about this little new world order that they're constantly blabbering about. They know that we don't know our history anymore. We don't know who we are. We don't know what we're losing. And we certainly don't understand the enemy, the enemy that the Bible speaks of, the God of this world, if you will, because we've always been taught that science proves that we came from slime that turned into fish, that turned into monkeys, that turned into humans, and there was no God and over billions of years, and this is what's being taught to the kid who is very deliberate. We are going to lose everything we hold dear if we don't address these things. The young people today have a passion for socialism. Where did it come from? From our public schools. And so they're crusaders for transforming America into a communist nation. That's exactly right. Education is the key weapon in this struggle. What we need to do is, obviously, we want to encourage parents to opt out of public schools and to either Christian school or homeschool. But what concerns Bob and I is the lack of vision that pastors have. That's right. If the building was on fire, they would certainly sound the alarm. And yet here you have children's minds and even souls being mauled in this government school system, and the pastors are just unwilling to call this out. Your magazine, New American Magazine, special report on education, rescuing our children. How can people get this magazine? Go to thenewamerican.com slash rescuing our children. Thenewamerican.com slash rescuing our children. You can also call, order them over the phone at 1-800-727-TRUE. 1-800-727-TRUE. If you would like a CD copy of today's program, maybe just give to somebody who has children in the public school, please ask for number 1791, Schools of Marxism, Part 2. That's number 1791, Schools of Marxism, Part 2. The CD also includes last week's program, Part 1. You can order a CD copy of this program from our website. Our website is issuesineducation.org. That's issuesineducation.org. Please give us a call at 928-776-0000. That's 928-776-0000. 0000 from 2 Corinthians 6 verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord, for issues in education. This has been Bob and Jerry Boyd.